Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. Today is going to be a really fun episode because we're diving into how you can have an adult AF grown-up home that you deserve. A big part of leveling up in adulthood for us has been moving past those university dorm room living habits and anyone who's ever called their parents asking for laundry or appliance (laughs) or cooking question knows adulthood hits differently when you get your shit together at home. It is so true. So this is going to be your quick and dirty guide to all of the kitchen tools that you should have now that you're adulting, what you should know about everything from pans and knives to linens and laundry. Is it sexy? Nope. But are we all (laughs) trying to figure this shit out? Yes. Like the grown ass bedding that you should have, those fancy touches that will make your space functional and elevated. So stay tuned. And even though we're covering a lot of things that you can buy for your place, we just want to flag that today's episode has lots of advice that isn't just about spending a lot of money and acquiring a shit ton of stuff. This can all be done super budget friendly. So wherever you're at with your living situation and your budget, whether you rent or you own, you can follow all of these tips with super limited savings, or you can go all in on some big investment pieces. A hundred percent. Anybody can follow this, particularly during COVID. I think that everyone just got so focused on improving Mm -hmm. their homes that we have been stuck in forever. (laughs) So it just makes sense that this has been top of mind. And it's really made a big difference for me in my life to just have a home that feels like a place of permanence, a place that is my own and just like a sanctuary that reflected who I was and just made me feel good and creative and and cozy because in my previous places and previous years I moved a lot and I was just stuck in this scarcity mindset where I wouldn't allow myself to spend anything on my home to invest in anything new and I just felt like in my 20s everything was so transient so all of this advice that we're talking about today just helped me feel at home in my home. I love that. I totally agree with what you were saying about your home being like a sanctuary and just like a more grown up place for you to feel good in. I mean, Gabe and I moved at the end of last year to a bigger place because with the two of us working from home and getting a puppy, it was just a little much in our small apartment. But now that we're in a bigger space, we've really made it our own. And this is like the first time I've really felt at home in Toronto. And we've just really hoped that this episode will show you that you don't need to wait for a wedding registry to get grown up things that will make you feel at home where you live because Mm -hmm. I would be waiting forever and because I want some nice ass things and I just I smashed that narrative that I you could only get fancy things for your home once you get married it's not true and even small investments in yourself and how you live can make a huge difference in your happiness in your efficiency and just the way you go about your day so don't wait for special occasions or big things get what you need you deserve it totally agree and if it makes you feel any better I really shit the bed on my registry so (laughs) it's okay if I could do it over again I would you know maybe not ask for that cutting board from my aunt anyways let's get into it we're gonna walk through each section of the home and give you all the pro tips and products that'll really make a difference so let's start with the kitchen because let's be honest that's the center of all things yep so some kitchen musts We all know the general things we need in a kitchen, like spatulas, graters, tongs, cutting boards, 
measuring cups, spoons, like all that shit. So we're going to skip the super basics and tackle some of the game changers that you may not have in your current lineup. I'm going to talk about something very near and dear to my heart that I've only recently fallen in love with, and that's knives, knife essentials. So if you only have, I mean, obviously knives are sold in sets, but if you only have the space and the money for one knife, invest in an eight inch chef's knife. It is the most versatile. You can use it for pretty much everything. So you can spend a bit more money going all in on one good knife. And if you love to cook, you already know that knives are like your ultimate tool. They are your paintbrush for culinary mastery. Ooh, I love that. It is true. Yeah. So from there, after you get your chef's knife, you can add on with a serrated knife. And then a small paring knife is the third that you can invest in just for more delicate, detailed, smaller cutting jobs. And then make sure that you get a knife sharpener too, because mm-hmm. I didn't sharpen my knives for years. And there is no point in getting a nice knife and then letting them all get dull. And it's it's more dangerous also. People are fearful of sharp knives, but it's dull knives that'll get you. So, so true. Keep that shit sharp. And while we're on the topic of knives, don't be like my dad and just jam all of your beautiful knives in a drawer. Invest in a knife rack because it's not only going to protect your knives, but it can also be like a really beautiful art piece in your home. Like we have all Mm -hmm. of our knives on display on our kitchen counter in this standing magnetic knife rack. And like it's just a nice focal point in our kitchen. But if you are going to throw them in a drawer, just wrap them in a dishcloth so you can prevent those chips. Yeah, the chips are brutal. I did that to my beautiful Damascus knife. I chipped it just by throwing it in a drawer. I, oh, no. I, I fucked chill. up. <laughs> Though, yeah, those Japanese knives are very delicate. Yeah. So moving on to pots and pans. Tell me you're 30 without telling me that you're 30. I'll go first. I am getting so old or grown up, whichever way you slice it, that for my 30th birthday, I was gifted two different sets of (laughs) pots and pans by two different groups of people, one from my sister and one from my best friends, because they all thought, wow, Jill really has a fucking sad array of hand-me-down pots and pans (laughs) that are mostly rusted and she loves to cook. And I went with a non-stick set of pots and pans and they have, people will say life-changing and throw that word around willy-nilly, but truly life-changing my cooking has improved so much they're the best in my opinion no more burning foods or having it stick to the bottom so so easy to clean no more eggs that get all fucking crusted on that's the worst the worst like you can't make a good omelet in a in a non-non-stick no but you'll end up with scrambled eggs and like a huge mess (laughs) a hundred percent and they're super versatile you can sear meat saute veggies make sauces just make sure that when you get non-stick pans you use wooden spoons or silicone spatulas so you do not damage the nonstick coating Ooh, hot tip that's a good one you don't want to scratch it for us we live for our cast iron pan it is like the baby in our house it's perfect for <laughs> cooking steak veggies chicken literally anything and you can put yeah. it in the oven so you can do like baked dishes too or even desserts oh. you can do a little cake in there so you can good. start you can like sear on the yes stove top and then throw her in the oven that's the key oh that's a good steak right there and uh we and have... brussels sprouts sorry oh okay. the sprouts i love food, I love sprouts. food. <laughs> and we have a lake crusade one which is a bit pricier but it's honestly gonna last us for generations like i think we've already had it for eight years we invested in it because gabe's a huge cook and we wanted something durable to go in the oven like i said mm-hmm. but there are also lots of other brands like lodge that are more f- affordable and just as great And ours are also treated, which means we don't have to season it. And seasoning it is just adding a layer of carbonized oil that coats your pan to prevent it from sticking. So it gives your cookware that classic like black patina look and it helps Mm -hmm. food from sticking, prevents it from rusting. It just means you got to take a little extra care. 
the key to you don't want to wash your your cast iron pan with like a ton of soap that is just like a big no and the whole point of seasoning it is so that you don't really need to wash it as aggressively but if you are about to season it wash it with warm and a tiny 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 bit of soap so warm water a little bit of soap and then dry it thoroughly with a lint-free cloth if you're going to use paper towel make sure there's no little residue you want it like spick and span on your pan and then <laughs> add a very very thin layer of cooking oil to the surface inside and out and again rub that in with the same kind of cloth lint-free paper towel then you want to preheat your oven to 350 or 450 degrees fahrenheit place the pan upside down so that the oil drips down and doesn't leave like you know collect little marks in the middle and bake for an hour then you want to turn off the heat and let it cool in the oven so that it just allows the seasoning to further cure and adhere to the iron. Or just get a, a, a treated one. Yeah, <laughs> you don't true. have to do this. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. So this is very helpful. Now you know. Another seriously grown-up upgrade that you can make is replacing those mismatched sets of plates, bowls, and flatware <laughs> that you have been collecting over the course of your life and getting a really nice matching set. I finally just got like the beautiful set of black slate style ceramic dishes of my dreams and I am so obsessed with them like they've actually made such a difference it's like those little moments of self-care where you you do something yeah. nice for yourself and now I have this like beautiful dinnerware that I want to use and it makes me want to plate everything nicely and it makes me feel really good it makes every meal feel special so it's a it's a lovely investment totally we just ordered some stoneware plates off of Amazon and we are obsessed with them. It, it, it makes a huge difference when you're when you're eating with plates you love. If you live alone or with another person, you should probably start with a set of at least four plates, four salad plates, four drinking glasses, and four wine glasses, and then add on from there. And you, you don't need to break the bank on these. Like I know these sets can be really expensive if you go buy them in West Elm and that's great. Like if you want sets for life, do it. But there's great sets of dinnerware at ikea i've picked up amazing crystal glassware sets at value village actually so you can get some nice stuff yeah yeah you can search around and if you are a booze lover bonus points on getting a set of really nice cocktail tumblers to add to your glassware and a bar kit that has like the little tongs for the ice cubes and the little the masher what's the masher called the uh pedal pestle and mortar pestle or and mortar yeah that thing the <laughs> strainer fancy and you make good cocktails so that i love is a i love gift. a good cocktail so that will just take your your kitchen set up to the next level too and if you get a pretty one you can display it love it's it. adult as fuck it really is if you're looking to prevent those nasty watermarks that get on your your wine glasses hand dry them right after you wash them with a clean cloth like just mm. dry them right away i know it's annoying but that is literally the, the only way you can get rid of it unless you buy this like special detergent that you put in your dishwasher but like come on no one has time for that if you're having issues getting those stickers off your glasses like i know sometimes those cocktail glasses have those like really annoying stickers that just don't come off you can use a mixture of three parts baking soda to two parts vegetable oil and i swear it's gonna rub right off dude yeah where have you been all my life <laughs> these just, are things you know. i needed to know <laughs> hanging around the corner before we go on i also just want to just throw out an unpopular opinion here if you are in a small space i just i don't believe that you need a lot of those like basic appliances that most people assume you need mm. i don't use my microwave it's been broken for years and it's, i always like, bring I, popcorn over and it's just yeah, never i'm gonna very happen. sorry but like <laughs> you can do it in the pot and yeah. put a lid on oh, yeah. it. you know there's, there's ways. other ways 
like I don't use it I have a toaster I don't use it I'm gonna give it away it's taking up space a toaster oven what do you need a toaster oven for I don't even use a kettle kettles are really nice you know but I just I boil water in a pot like you don't need a lot of things if you're trying to live more minimally and trying to cut back I didn't even use my dishwasher for like eight years I stored my linens in it like you just like don't need to use you don't need it you don't need it yeah if you want it you should get it you should get all of those things if you have toast every goddamn morning go get yourself a toaster but we're just saying like if it's not something that you use often or that really matters to you don't feel like you need to get it I'm also really not about getting a ton of single-use tools like oh you have to get this like strawberry huller or this like avocado slicer an orange segmenter that are literally only serve one purpose and you might only use very occasionally and it can create a lot of clutter you can spend a lot of money on that so I just think if you're going to level up spend a bit more on things that really make a difference rather than getting a ton of junk that you just don't need and in terms of those tools or utensils that you might not have that will pay off so number one, <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I brought this up with Kaylin recently and she was like, what? A slotted spoon. I love a slotted spoon. If you've just made like handmade ravioli and you're trying to get that shit out of your pot and you just dump it, you're going to break them open. you got to get the slotted spoon. You've got to gently remove them. Explain um, what that is, though, because like I didn't know. OK, so it's basically a big spoon and it ha- it's it has holes in it. And so you can use it to scoop things out of water and the water drains out. And that's how you get like a poached egg out of out of boiling water without any issues. So slotted spoon. It's great. It's fun for everyone. I now have one. It is the best. A good veggie and cheese Y peeler. So it's like a veggie peeler, but it's kind of shaped like a Y and it also allows you to slice off really thin pieces of cheese it's a game changer it's really great look it up it's awesome I also hate really bad peelers like you got to get a good one otherwise your life is just the worst shit for those few (laughs) minutes and if you are obsessed with herbs like I am and just buying herbs all the time and wasting money on that it might just be worth it to get an herb plant or for a higher investment an arrow garden so that you can grow your own indoor produce and herbs all year round and then there's the tiktok famous amazon herb saver that will triple the life of your herbs and produce a brita filter is great it's going to remove crazy metals like lead copper mercury and any chemicals in your water like chlorine and pesticides and just keep your water fresh and healthy and then an ice tray and an ice maker and i'm looking at you jill because i know you have a shameful past you know of my shameful past where for years my friends all knew they had to like pick up bags of ice before they'd come over I just grew up in a family that didn't use ice and so it was never a thought and I just didn't know now I know now I love me some ice but I finally moved into a place that had an ice maker but if not I was gonna need to to finally get one So get yourself some ice and then your friends will like you more is the takeaway. Also, if you're making really nice cocktails, um, you can get those ice molds that have like huge cubes of huge spheres to put inside and they melt at a slower rate and they look fancy and it's just really cool. I didn't know they melted at a slower rate and that makes so much sense why you would want that big ice cube. Love it. Glass Tupperware is so key too, and you can get them at Dollarama. You don't have to spend a ton of money, but they're BPA-free. They're going to decrease your use of tinfoil and saran wrap, and they're just going to keep your food fresh longer. And then when it comes to appliances, there's a few that are actually worth it. Starting off with the big one, if you don't have room for a giant blender in your apartment, which I never did, try an immersion or a stick blender, which is like one of those long sticky guys that just let you puree whatever you need in a pot, a bowl, or a smoothie cup. 
is just as good. I really want to get one of those. I've been using a magic bullet for a while just because that's what I have room for. And it does everything I need since like I'm not juicing things hardcore. I'm not doing big batches of anything. I'm cooking for one. So that's great if you're short on space and just like making smoothies and sauces. And if you're a big coffee drinker like I am, a good coffee maker has changed my life and saved me so much money in the long run because now that I make my lattes at home, man, I crunch the numbers and I was probably spending close to $1,000 a year on like nice cappuccinos and lattes and flat whites at coffee shops. And that's a lot of money versus spending two to $300 on an espresso machine. And it has also just become a really nice part of my morning routine. If you want one appliance that will literally do everything, my sister is a saint and she got me an instant pot. It is a pressure cooker, a slow cooker, a rice cooker. We make risotto in ours. It steams, it sautés, it sous vides. Like you can sous vide shit in it. Like this is a restaurant. And then you can get add-ons. So like I used the steamer and got a little egg poacher to put into it. And then you can Mm. make like the Starbucks egg bites that I love so much at home. So similar to an instant pot, I did not want to get one of these. And then when I did, I was like, oh my God, how did I live without this? An air fryer. It is epic. Totally optional, but it has like been a total lifesaver and time saver for us for meal prepping. It's so easy to clean. You can cook literally anything. And we've made like an entire chicken in like 30 minutes. Like it's insane. We use it for cookies, veggies, like anything wow. fried, anything you put in the oven. It's so it's just I, I've just I'm obsessed with it and on days like today where it feels like it's 37 degrees outside you don't have to turn on your oven which is such a plus True. we're just I cannot rave about it more I will link the one we got on Amazon it was the best okay we're gonna move on from kitchen soon but last thing is your pantry you want to make sure that you stock up your essentials with quality ingredients because those staples make such a huge difference mm-hmm. if you are into good food like a really good extra virgin olive oil a nice aged balsamic vinegar and all of the spices and herbs so grab some small glass containers from the dollar store go to the bulk food store and pick up these top 10 basics that you should have in your spice rack so you're gonna want paprika cinnamon garlic powder, chili powder, red pepper flakes, basil, oregano, rosemary, thyme, and curry powder. And there's so many more, but those are like, those are the ones that are used the most. Obviously, if you are into one particular type of cuisine that calls for totally different ones, like coriander, all of those things, you add on from here, but this is the baseline. So moving into the place where the magic happens, aka sleep, the bedroom. So if there's one thing worthy of an upgrade in your life, like one thing on this whole list, it's your bed. And on Mm -hmm. average, we spend about 26 years of our lifetime sleeping, which is wild. And ideally about 240 hours a month in bed. So yeah, you deserve the bed of your dreams. This has been like such a weird point of contention in my life because like I'm a grown ass woman with a good job and a home that I own. And yet I don't have a real headboard like I don't, I don't have either. a headboard don't worry <laughs> I just and I've been using the same mattress since I was 22 which is which is okay because I'm actually right on cue to upgrade my mattress the biggest sleep foundations all recommend that you should be changing your mattress every seven to ten years so mm-hmm. it is now officially time for me to do so I, it's also a double I'm sleeping in a double guys a double oh, bed it's not a queen No, I just felt like I'm only one person and I live alone and I don't need a bigger bed and I don't need a fancy bed and I'll just wait because like this is just some real talk. I convinced myself in this like weird mindset that 
when I lived with someone, we would upgrade a bed together. And that obviously I'm not in that situation. I've been telling myself this for years and I deserve to just go get a nice bed and a headboard and all of the amazing bedroom setup that I should have. So don't like tell yourself these stories just to get deep for a sec. Don't tell yourself these stories of when you're allowed to go get something for your house or like when you're worthy or deserving of it. Just get yourself a good bed if if you have saved for it and you found the right one go get it i'm going to i've decided you should another good thing to invest in is a good quality pillow Mm -hmm. i am a total pillow snob like i need a firm memory foam pillow i bring my pillow everywhere so i'm sleeping like a fucking angel no matter where i am like it is so key especially if if you do sleep with a partner like gabe and i like different pillow styles so yeah getting one that works for you is really going to help with your sleeping yeah pimp out your bed with a good mattress and then definitely get a mattress protector for that nice new mattress really nice sheets you know however much you're willing to spend on it like nice sheets are a game changer and a comfy duvet and if you really want to upgrade a steamer was another recent gift that I got and I used it literally every day when we're going into the offices it's just it levels everything up a steamer is so key. We got rid of our iron and our ironing board because we just didn't need it. Now, I don't know what yours is like, but ours is like a handheld one. And it's just oh, so nice. simple and portable. Another key thing is getting an air purifier slash fan and a humidifier. And it's not necessary, but if you have pets or allergies or really dry skin or live in a drier climate, it can seriously help improve your air quality in your home, help improve your sleep and your skin. Like you'll wake up dewy it is yes. great <laughs> the skin one is huge because those toronto condos in the middle of winter with the heat like yeah. coursing through the building my skin was so dry and when i started using a humidifier it really really helped me not be a scaly lizard <laughs> Next up, dealing with linens is probably the number one thing that young adults are calling their moms about. Like, (laughs) how do you wash that shit? How many towels do you need? We've got answers for you. So when it comes to towel sets, sheets, and pillows, you should aim for three sets per person in the household. So I should have three. Kaylin should have six. Unless you're counting your dog, then maybe nine. (laughs) And that general rule is so that you have one that you're using, one that can be laundered and then one in storage or for guests who come and visit and you might not be expecting you just you have to have those extras and then the rule of thumb to washing your sheets and towels is either weekly if you're a sweaty sleeper working out a lot or sleeping with someone regularly or bi-weekly if your lifestyle is not that (laughs) if you're not if you're not working out in or out of bed (laughs) you're sleeping on your own I didn't mean it that way but you know what I mean (laughs) and then if you're wondering how to wash them the key to washing your sheets is on a hot cycle so it can kill any germs or bacteria or dust mites and dust mites are normal don't freak out they're probably there but it's okay and then when drying you want to use a low heat setting because it's going to minimize damage from high temperatures on your sheets and it's just going to prolong your sheet life and that is super key And then for your bath towels, to keep them from getting that like horrendous, crunchy, scratchy feeling, you want to avoid using fabric softener and not over dry them or do overly high heat. Yeah, I always hold on to towels and sheets long after I should and it's not a good look and it's time to say (laughs) goodbye to some of those linens and towels that are past their prime. 
And you can donate all of those old sheets and towels to a local animal shelter mm-hmm. when you're done with them because they can use those even if they're in really rough shape to like line cages and crates. Or if they're in good shape, you can give them to a homeless shelter or use them as rags. And if I can make one recommendation, it is very important to have a hand towel that you can put out when you have guests over because mm, yeah. I don't want to sound snobby, but there is nothing worse than using someone's bathroom and seeing that the only towel available to wipe your hands with is someone's like used damp shower towel like (laughs) gross like please don't do that so even if you just buy one inexpensive one from the dollar store which is what I did at my old place and just store it away until someone comes over those little touches will go a long way for me when you have me over (laughs) agreed yeah and on that point you gotta have dish towels when you're working in your kitchen for yourself and for other people around I feel like I always have a hundred dish towels on the go and since they get so soiled with food waste and germs you should aim to wash those weekly and have 10 dish towels at any given time these should be washed on the hottest setting possible and ideally in a separate load from the rest of your laundry because they are filled with germs they are nasty nasty. (laughs) and then moving on to the living room Every living room needs a good couch. This can definitely be an investment piece for sure, but it just makes or breaks your whole space. I have had a long and interesting history with couches. I like inherited my my grandma's old couches that were very eclectic um, and just didn't go with anything. So my solution to that in my early 20s was to get these big beige covers that went over them but they were too big they didn't fit properly like I thought oh if I put this cover over it it'll hide that it's a weird couch and they didn't fit and it just looked like a big baggy beige like scrotum like it was just (laughs) weird it was just like wrinkly it was just it was bad share a picture of your scrotum couch So I then got obsessed with getting a really nice couch and I wanted like a stunning gray sectional and I went to like a hundred stores and then tried to get a custom one built and then I couldn't find anything that worked in the configuration of my condo so instead of just getting a normal couch I fucking moved like the couch was literally the instigator (laughs) for me moving from my yeah it was the catalyst for me moving into the loft that I'm currently in and into buying a home because then I had a crisis I was like I'm not gonna buy a five thousand dollar couch that might not fit in my next home like fair I know that's ridiculous and you know what the irony of all of that is I moved literally because I had a crisis about a couch and then I bought a beautiful gray couch off of the person that lived in my building right in my unit for $70 and it's a pull-out couch which was like <laughs> also my dream because I wanted to have people stay if they needed to so if you can get a pull-out couch that's great my sister is buying like an insane huge eight-part couch off of a kickstarter campaign right now oh. and because she got involved in the kickstarter it's just so 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 much more budget friendly than if you like went and got that couch at cb2 interesting that's a hot mm-hmm. tip that's mm-hmm. so funny. You basically spent money to save money on your couch, but it was it worked out. Yeah. I mean, it's better than me. My very first couch was literally a black futon. A futon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come We're a long way. Times. We've come we've come far. We glowed up. But I've uh, I've never actually bought like a brand new couch either. I've all my all of my couches have been off Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace and I just got like a beautiful struck tube leather sectional or vegan leather sectional for like literally 70% off on on Facebook marketplace so it's so nice it looks so expensive it looks it looks fancy but it was it was pretty cheap so take a look there if you don't want to you know spend too much if you're in a rental or you just don't know if you're going to be there for a while 
And then like the best way to level up the appearance of your place is framed art. It is the ultimate sign that you are no longer a college student living in a dorm. And art can be expensive as fuck for sure, but really affordable pieces are elevated as soon as you put them in a frame. So mm-hmm. you just, you got a frame and you can buy affordable sets of frames at HomeSense or Ikea, or you can get unique eclectic frames from vintage stores or Etsy. And if you're looking for affordable art options to put on those frames, there are so many options for really cheap but beautiful prints from Etsy, Society6, and Minted. You can also turn things you love into framed art, like wallpaper, fabric samples, photos you've taken, magazine clippings, vintage movie posters. Like there's so many things like wrapping paper, Mm -hmm. support a local photographer that you follow. You can do a lot of things without dropping thousands of dollars. Very true. A sterile living room does not feel like a home. So a great way to make it cozy is adding lots of textiles. So a rug, drapes, pillows, throw blankets, these like little things can go a long way. And again, you don't have to break the bank. Like Home Sense, Target in the States, like there's so many cute things you can get. It is all about like making a really nice mood. And if you want to get real fancy and really like up the mood lighting, I installed dimmers. and switched my lights to dimmable bulbs and that's just been so nice it makes a big difference Um, and if you want to go a more expensive route I really want to do this but I have not pulled the trigger you can get a smart light system like a Philips Hue lighting system that lets you customize the color and the brightness and like the timing and you do it all from an app on your phone so it's great great for party time for sexy time for downtime and it's like a worthy investment of lighting makes a difference in your life But if all else fails and you just need a cheap and cheerful alternative, just turn the lights out and put on every beautiful candle that you have and you'll feel like a million bucks. I love that. That's that's where I'm at right now. That's the stage I'm at. (laughs) I'm at like 20 candles from HomeSense that I could have actually probably bought the Hughes light system for. (laughs) True. Honestly, candles are so expensive. Another thing that can help with the mood is good speakers or an Alexa or a Google Home to help create that ambiance. And it's great for when you're cooking, you're relaxing, you're getting in that sexy time, or you're entertaining guests. It just, you know, sets the tone for the evening. Some people play music to their plants. Also, this is a segue. And so, you know, you got to keep the plants happy. And there's studies to show that plants grow better with music. So for every room in your house, yeah, plants will make all the difference. And nothing says, like... I'm an adult, like having real growing (laughs) things that you have not killed, which I've not succeeded at. I kill everything. It's, it's bad. You have, your snake plant is okay. Your snake plant is doing well. It is okay. Thank you. They, they, (laughs) they are worth like figuring out though, because they're aesthetically beautiful. They're good for your mental health. And for lots of millennials in lieu of like having kids or pets, they have plants, which give you purpose and something to take care of. Like that's a funny statement, but there's actually articles written about that. Oh, it's true. It's true. So if you're looking for some low maintenance options, snake plants, a la Jill, and bromeliads are super beautiful and impactful in a space. And spider plants are great. Aloe is super easy to take care of. Succulents, like those kind of like basic ones, very easy. Yeah. I And ch- usually pretty cheap too. Which is pre- nice. Oh yeah, super cheap. You can, you can do it on, on a dime. I love my fiddle leaf fig. But she is a bitch to maintain. Like she, I just yeah. had to pluck two leaves off of her today and it was devastating. So <laughs> there's also pothos, or I don't know if I'm saying it right, but they're also called devil's ivy that are really pretty and they like hang down. 
And if you're looking for more advice on plants, we love following Instagram accounts like Julia, the Toronto plant doctor at Toronto plant girl, and then urban gardener TO. They have so many great plant tips and you just, you'll learn a lot. And then a clean home is a happy home. And I'm like very intense about how clean my house is at all times. So (laughs) I'm, I'm a little bit on like one end of the spectrum here, but Investing in a steam mop or a spray mop to clean your hardwood floors is so key. It saves you a ton of money versus using disposable pads. We just got like a steam carpet cleaner for our rugs in our house and I'm so excited to use it. Nice. Like that's my Friday night. I can't wait. Oh my God. (laughs) I need to get out. Oh God. Um, And then there's microfiber cloths, which are so good for cleaning windows or if you have stainless steel appliances to get rid of those marks we would recommend non-toxic cleaners or some DIY cleaners. So if you check out the show notes from episode 33, our sustainability episode, we've got some awesome DIY cleaning products that you can make for cheap at home. A Mr. Clean magic eraser is so key to get marks off your walls or any like paint scuffs on doors or anything like that. They're also really good at cleaning white sneakers. Like if you have Stan Smith sneakers, they're really good. Or your Nikes, they'll use your magic eraser on that. A good vacuum. A good vacuum is key. Yeah, I love Dyson. I, I got a Dyson vacuum and it was made me start vacuuming, whereas before I did not. <laughs> but whatever is in your price range is so much better than nothing because Dysons are, are a huge investment. So yeah. And when all else fails, you just outsource that shit. Like if I didn't have <laughs> someone clean my place quarterly, I would live in squalor. So it's <laughs> if this just isn't your forte, that's okay. Just... Just outsource. Save on the cleaning supplies and and bring someone in once in a while to to help out. So we really hope that this episode inspires you to make your home feel like yours and to invest in easy upgrades that will make all the difference in your grown-up space. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.